Hello and welcome to The Forum, a podcast from Slate Church hosted by myself, Luke Betger, and Brandon Richardson, bringing you ideas, perspective, conversations, and interviews. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to The Forum. Here we are again for another episode. We got a special episode coming today. We're really excited for for it. Sitting here in our little podcast studio with me is the one, the only, the man himself, Mr. Brandon Richardson. Hey. How's it going, Brandon? Good. How are you doing? Doing amazing. Uh, Having a great week. Excited for this episode of The Forum. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. It's... uh it just keeps developing. We just keep getting better and better, yeah. better guests, yes. better content, better everything. <laughs> better everything week after week, and it's pretty cool. You know you know one thing that's not getting better, though? I know exactly what you're going to say. We got to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah, we said we would. Yeah, we're, we're not getting better as a baseball team. No, not at all. We're, we're not winning. Maybe we're getting better. I, I, I think know. we're getting better. I agree. But we have yet to win. There's going to come a day where we win and we just, the whole podcast is a giant party celebration. Yeah. Because we're so excited that we won a game. You, you almost hit a home run. Oh man. And I, listen, I was impressed. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. But almost is not, <laughs> is not, uh, quite there. Listen, there was a few catches that I completely missed <laughs> and almost there is way worse than an almost home run. So <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. Well, okay, I won't. I won't. I'm we're gonna get better. We're gonna represent Slate much better in the later yeah, half. We of the have season. to. We're we're doing Slate Church a disservice by losing all the time. But whatever, we'll get there. We'll do better. <laughs> we'll do better. But hey, we got a great show ahead. We're really excited because we have a guest on the show today. Yep. And um, the guest that we have is uh, uh, he's a pastor. He's a church planner. He's a husband. He's a father. He's a grandfather. He's a father-in-law to me. He is uh, the pastor of Life Center Church in Vesteros, Sweden. And um, Life Center is a fantastic church. Next year, it celebrates its 20th birthday as a church. It's in three locations in Sweden. And um, uh, this man that we have on our podcast today, he is a a real mentor to Slate Church, a real father figure to us as a church. Uh, He's also the father of my beautiful wife, Victoria, (laughs) and he's my father-in-law, and um, we're excited to have him on the show today, so stay tuned because we are going right into our deep dive next with Pastor PJ Stenstrom. Welcome to the podcast, PJ. Good to have you here. How good is that? Amazing. You enjoying your time in Canada so oh, far? Canada. I love Canada. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite part about Canada? Uh, favorite part of Canada is uh, the former Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah? Maple Leaf Gardens? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's mold now. but, but Yeah, I think uh, it's like a grocery store, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I remember going there once uh-huh. trying to find the famous <laughs> gardens where it was, but it was just gone. It was a plaque on the wall. <laughs> a sign on the wall. That's it. That's all yeah. from where the Maple Leafs used to play. Come on. Amazing. The days of Boreas Salming. Okay. Well, now this is a real throwback now. Some great Swedish players played on the Maple Leafs. Come on. Sundin. Oh, absolutely. We love Sundin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Sundin was the best growing up. But he yeah. was the man. He was my hero. I had a, of course. I had a very famous uh, speech on your reception, Luke. I do remember, remember that. that. Yeah, when Victoria and I we're got married. We were speaking about the maple, the maple leaves that yeah. they, uh, they were the most uh, successful uh, Stanley Cup team. Uh-huh. And, uh, but also the team that had the most sweets yes. on the team. <laughs> and then I said, but do you know, uh, you haven't won the Stanley Cup since the first sweet came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's something about that. I think we just need to take all the sweets off yeah. the team, get rid of them all, oh, come on. see what happens. I hope, I, I'm, I'm, I'm truly believing for a good season right now. <laughs> yeah, come on. When they stop the fuss about all the the salary negotiations uh-huh. and Actually, get into the game again. Yeah, now, now that you mentioned that, the biggest salary negotiation that like derailed the season last yeah, year was a, a Swedish salary I mean, negotiation. To be, to be honest, it, 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 uh, using a, a mild word, it sucked. Yeah. It was yeah. bad, you know. Yeah, it was I, bad. I hope we can focus on, 
on the game on this hockey? year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah, I think it's gonna happen. No, I think it's working out really I agree. hard now. I agree. The mental game of, of being unfocused. Yes. Yes. Or focused on the wrong stuff. But it, it comes back to to my uh my angle on loyalty. Yeah, of course. I mean, you, oh, had, you, yes. had, you had a guy leaving your basketball team now. Oh, so why don't you stay on the winning spot. team? You know, I agree. I don't understand Come it, on. but Kawhi, would you do that? <laughs> As I said yesterday <laughs> in church, you know, the uh-huh. future belongs to those who stick around. And that is That's so right. true. Come on. So um, true. You know, PJ, you've been speaking at our church this past Sunday. You spoke uh, at both of our locations. It was fantastic. You spoke at our team night last night. It was amazing. And now you're doing a podcast with us. We're so blessed to have you here. Thank you. And mm-hmm. uh, just pouring into us as a church, pouring into us as leaders and pastors. And, um, you know, for this interview here of the, uh, on the forum, we thought we'd take it all the way back to the beginning. All right. All right. So all the way back we're, in the we're, garden, we are rewinding, <laughs> uh, not quite that beginning, <laughs> but the beginning of your life. Yeah. And, um, uh, why don't we just start, uh, kind of where you were born and the, the world that you were born into Sweden in the sixties. Right. Yeah. And the family that you were born into, what was that like? I uh, was brought up in a, a pastor's family. Yeah. Um, in those days, usually you uh, you served at a church, in a church for four or five years, you know, and then you relocated to another city. It's, it's, I, I don't think it just was a, a move of career, but uh-huh. that, that probably that was an angle to it. You know, you, you started off somewhere and you got more established and you moved on to another location. So right. it happened with my family. Uh, we were... Seven sisters and brothers, five brothers, two sisters. Wow! Oh, you got to you got to remember this is sixties and seventies. Yeah, there's a lot of big families then. And and you were the oldest. I'm the oldest. I'm the firstborn. How how was that growing up oh, with man, all these younger they, siblings? They tried out all the stuff on me, and the other guys were <laughs> turning out okay. You know, <laughs> no but, kidding. But it, it was it was amazing. We're uh-huh. we're seven kids in nine years, no twins. So they started, wow. they got going, and then wow. they stopped. You know, <laughs> hard stop. Yeah, but, but you know, it's like you, you you grew up in a way where you took care of each other. Yeah. And uh, yeah. amazing parents, very generous, very um, big world, big worldview type mm-hmm. of generous attitude towards life and and people. So our home was a very open home. Yeah. Um, in a very loving home, mm. so so of course that, that, those changes when you move around is 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 pretty big when you're a kid. You know, you 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 change environment, you change school, schoolmates, and mm-hmm. and uh, so of course the family was was pretty uh, tight. You know, mm. me and my brothers, and yeah. if anybody messed with any of them, they had a big brother and. <laughs> Totally, and, and uh, I didn't have any big brother, but I had had a bunch of younger ones. So we took them by numbers. <laughs> do you uh, well, do you think uh, you know being the oldest of seven siblings? Do you think that it contributed to uh, your development as a leader, maybe subconsciously later in life? Like, did you learn how how to deal with conflict and people from Ab- that? Absolutely, absolutely, sure. and still is like that. You know, like uh, I think you tend on taking on roles, you know, in life, mm-hmm. and um, can be good roles and can be probably you know bad roles sometimes you know you're always the little one and always the bigger one and sure. you, you look at yourself in different ways so you you, you got to be i think you got to be open-minded and you got to have a bit of a humility to who you yeah. are but i enjoy being the big brother right and uh i enjoy taking care of my 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 brothers and sisters right and uh, still do and somehow, I mean, they're all uh, they're all <laughs> grown up since many years. Yeah, of course, the kids and so on. But, but um, um, it's it's a lot of benefits being the the, the firstborn. But but I, I say sense also that that's that's the tryout. I think some of my my younger ones had a had an easier journey in some areas. But sure. Uh, but um, I, I love my family. Yeah. Now, now, how about um, going from church to church? How many churches were you part of as a kid then? Oh. Uh, let me see. I was born in a city called Mjölby. Mjölby. Yeah. They called to <laughs> Karlstad. Karlstad. Uh-huh. Like Karl's city. city of Karl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then moved to to Stockholm, uh-huh. our capital. And then we relocated to our second largest city called Göteborg, Gothenburg. Gothenburg. And then we moved to a city called Jönköping, which is like the Bible Belt of Sweden. Yes. Um, um, 
and uh, all these locations, you know, where uh, different seasons in life, you know, my uh-huh. my father and my my mother and their journey as a pastor's family, they they. They, of course, they started off as a young family mm. and uh, with dreams uh, of, of doing something uh, uh, great for God. And, mm-hmm. and he used them in a, a very powerful way and, mm-hmm. and, and it's in, a, in a significant way, I would say, in Sweden. So he became, became a very, I say, sought after pastor and preacher. And, mm-hmm. and um, family in those days tagged along, you know, very much, you know. So right. my mother came from a, 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 a an entrepreneurial, you know, manufacturing type of background, family in business and industry. And uh, was it her dad that was part of inventing the seat heaters? And cars? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Is that it? Yeah, he was. He was. He he was always the inventor of different stuff in uh-huh. the car industry and and uh, you know Volvo and Saab. Worked and, for and Volvo. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So so. That was always on the table, coming from like a, a family of, of uh, construction and, and uh, yeah. industry and business and sure. And my um, my father's background was uh, I wouldn't say the opposite, but a smaller environment I would say, but uh-huh. very godly I would say, almost to the to the end that everything was either godly or ungodly or right or tough days, you know somehow. Yes, you know? but um, but. Um, made them do who they were, you know, but, but, um, moving around uh, d- during these years in the sixties and seventies, like huge changes in the world, of course. And, yes. Uh, and, uh, but, um, it's another society. It's another, another time, uh-huh. like time without cell phones, time without, sure. Yeah. You, you called your buddy and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to meet? Yeah, we'll see you at the corner over there, you know, at the yeah, at the soccer field, you know. And yeah, yeah. If he wasn't there, you waited, you know. <laughs> or, you had and, no clue where he and was. And when the sun went down, you went home, you know. It's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, or you left a note and said, "Okay, I'll give him a call tomorrow." <laughs> and I love that, you know. Now we're just uh, itchy after three seconds, you know, if somebody's not texting uh-huh. us back, you know. So yeah, we true. wonder what <laughs> happened. So true. And I can long for that time, of course. Because you know, it's another ease to it you know yeah of course but of course you're worried in other ways you know then because that was your world everybody's got to fit into i don't know the hundred percent then is maybe not as the hundred percent now or lives uh-huh. but um i don't know if we get got happier now right yeah right if i'm honest you know i, I think there was another pace to it right yeah. uh than we have now so i think that is the budgeting your pace will still be the main sure one of the main questions we have in life. You know? Of course. So moving from these cities, we moved to another city to where, where I actually met my wife. Uh, uh-huh. I was 15. We moved to a city down in the southeast of Sweden called Karlskrona, which is like our major naval city. Karls Crown. Yeah, Karls Crown. <laughs> uh, established in the 1500s. Yes, wow. And, uh, do, do your uh, like your currency kroners yeah. come from crowns? Uh, yeah. So, so <laughs> learning just, something new every yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the podcast is like, why did you ask that question? <laughs> <laughs> Brushing up on my Swedish well, history. Cool. Like, yeah. That's cool. But that city, you know, naval city by the sea, um, beautiful city built on islands. Yeah. So coming there, you know, uh, ninth grade. Wow. Starting there. It was a beautiful girl in apparel class. Uh-huh. She turned out going to church too. Yes. Which my father now pastor, you know, my family pastored, and uh, <laughs> she was pretty good looking. Uh-huh. And, uh, started dating after six months, and you know, springtime in ninth uh-huh. grade, you know, we, you know, at we fifteen were, years old, good kids, you know, yeah. But uh, you know, it's another season, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. but um, another time. But we we just kept on going, you know. We kind of you know, we matured, we grew up, you know, became becoming you know adults, you know, at the sure. Uh, at similar, I wouldn't say similar pace, but <laughs> when I grew up, but, but uh, yes. it was it was fun. We had a lot of fun together. That's we, so cool. Uh, me and our, me and my, my wife and our our friends, you know, in ch- from church, you know, we always hung out, you know. Yeah, did a lot of good stuff. And, and I know I, I think it's cool because I know I mean I've been to Karlskrona many times yeah. and uh, I've seen those areas, uh, of course where those stories are that you tell. Yeah. And I think it's so cool because you're still friends with those people yeah. that you were friends with back then. Yeah. And, um, 
I love that. I think there's something so so special about being able to maintain a friendship over that long of a time. That's almost something like it's, it's almost sick, you know. It's like you, yeah. you, you're born, you've been brought up in a city of like I don't know what what it is now, but then maybe sixty, sixty five thousand people, and uh, right, it's not a village, but it's uh, it's everything is very condensed. Yes, everything was very uh, marked by by those that age, you know, with military. The old Soviet Union was still uh, still around, so right. That was actually the city where in a, a, a Soviet uh, sub mm-hmm. uh, went on shore. Wow. Like, you know, got, oh, grounded itself. Yeah, yeah grounded itself uh, <laughs> in the 80s. And and uh, was a big hassle because it turned out they'd had a nuke on it. You know, it's like, you know, torpedoes. And, it's like an international yeah, incident. Yeah, it's a huge incident. All the, the, the Baltic fleet from the Soviets were sitting just around our... <laughs> our uh, territorial you know i bet that would have been really exciting as a kid though oh, man it was that was the those were actual days and where it was tension you know we had sure you know, our navy were just throwing you know uh, no what do you call it those bombs you know you're you're undersurface for for submarines and mines uh, yeah mines yeah, yeah. Wow. so throwing that from you know from uh, helicopters and mm-hmm. and taking up I mean, I, I remember one morning coming out from my 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 um, my room, you know, just watching out because we're living close by the sea, by the Baltic Sea, so looking over the whole, you could say the our port there, you know, like and depth charges going off. But wow, wow! Like, they were just on. There was submarine hunt, you know. Um, so, unbelievable. <laughs> it, clo- they closed roads, you know, going to church, go, going to school. So we had to have our passports with us going to, uh, when wow. I went, went to high school. You know? Really? So show that because it was military in all streets and because they were, they were looking for Soviet uh, divers. Or, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was, wow. It was crazy, crazy time. Unbelievable. And so at this time as well, I, I mean, you grew up in church, right? Yeah, you yeah. you went, went to many churches, pastors, family. Yeah. When would you say your faith really came alive for you? Uh, faith was probably there from an early stage, you know, as a kid, you know, growing uh-huh. up. And I, I always knew, you know, God exists. Made a conscious decision to get get uh, uh, baptized pretty early. Yeah. But but um, I was I received a, a significant change, I would say, in life when I was almost turning 15. That summer, uh-huh. just a couple of weeks before I went. I came to that city where my wife comes from. Yes. And uh, what we say in church as, as a calling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not like a, like a youth service somehow. You know, yeah. You, and and uh, I just sense, you know, at a, at, a, at a specific moment in that service that God called me to serve him. And uh, that this that was the time to make that uh, decision without any... Without any uh, conditions you know? uh-huh. it's like wow. this is like total surrender wow so i'm and i made that yes uh, I, I can't really remember it was like somebody asking you to stand up or, or or yeah i think it was standing up you know and and uh i made a stand for jesus there and uh, i instantly knew it was about the church serving right. serving god and and uh, getting involved with what he's involved in didn't know you know where it would take me because I'm nobody knows that mm-hmm. when you're making that decision, you just got to give total surrender. You know, you total surrender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that was been my life's best decision ever. I met many, many times. I just go back to that, yeah. and uh, I can I can feel it right now when I'm speaking about it. That that wow. was the decision I made that that changed my life, and wow. it set my life on a course and a path that I'm still on. Yeah, and uh, so it also makes me, you know. Uh, respect that even young people's lives teenagers yeah. lives are important mm-hmm. yeah and that nobody should diminish or disqualify yeah the power yeah uh, of a teenager's decision mm-hmm. yeah so uh, and on that you know on that note, I just went going, you know, and uh, you, know, you were in school and you did a lot of great stuff and you did some stupid stuff. I, did, I, I, I wasn't uh, totally sanctified, you know, after that. I, I, I've always enjoyed life and, yeah. and stretching out and, and uh, you know, but I dare you do that. And so, like, oh, come on, I'm on, you know, it's like <laughs> a lot of uh-huh. crazy stuff. Uh-huh. Maybe not everything was too good, but, but uh, 
I remember when we when when we got married, me and my wife, my my um, my buddies at the reception after after the wedding there, they uh, they had this whiteboard and they 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 listed ten occasions in our <laughs> youth, uh-huh. just with a title. Okay, and they said like this: uh, either you tell the story. Oh no, or we. <laughs> <laughs> and I I was. I was, I was looking at those uh-huh. things. I just saw, oh, I got really, really sweaty. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So they they let me start with one or two of them, and uh-huh. then I saw a few of them coming. That I said, I don't know if I, oh, I don't. This is not really for my wife. <laughs> Your in laws have to hear yeah. it. So I start off, and then they just stop me and uh-huh. said, "Okay, this is this is." Uh, we have the prescription time. Would you prepare, uh, when when time is up? You know, you prescribed can't talk, time. Prescribed time uh-huh. is up. You can't tell. We don't talk about this anymore. <laughs> right, you know? that's this, enough. This, this, this is done. This is covered. You know. Thank God for that. Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You know? And I hope I, I can still live that type of lifestyle. And I think that has maybe been one of those things in life when I think you know when people come to the Lord and and make a decision for Christ. You know, yeah. the, the the old is gone. You know. Yeah. Yes. It's past. There's, yeah. a, there's a new life. There's a new beginning. And uh-huh. We all we all have a history, of course, mm-hmm. and we've all done stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there is a new beginning. That's right. And uh, I love the new beginnings. No kidding. There's a famous scene in the uh, in the, the Passion of the Christ when Jesus is carrying the cross uh, up to Calvary, where he kind of falls down a little, and he looks down an attic, and and, and he. He sees a woman there and it's his mother. Hmm. And he turns to her and he looks at her and he says, Mother, I'm making everything new. Yeah. Oh, I get touched by it every time yeah. I, I think mm. about it. It's like, I'm making everything brand new. No kidding. That's a good story. It's huge. So it was, it's, that, that is how it was for me. Yeah. And um, I've needed that a couple of times in life. Wow. Later on too, you know, when I messed up. That just that experiencing that moment, you know, I, I remember later in life, <clears throat> I was in, just feeling very discouraged about, about a season, in a season in life. I, I remember one night I was at a, one of the parks in, in our, our country, you know, just about my knees, you know, in, in the middle of the rain and just, mm-hmm. Lord, wow. is there a new way? Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, sense that same feeling, you know, like, you no. Know, I'm making everything brand new. Yeah. Come on, let's let's go for it again. You know, and, and I just oh, we we will all have those moments, and I love those moments. Yeah, and I yeah. love church. You know, yeah. we are every Sunday we are bringing those moments into play. Yeah, and when we make the you know invitations every time at the end of a service, you know, and I, I you know, I don't want anybody to leave. You know, we just want everybody to be in the moment. And yeah, we're just like hey, yeah. this is this is this is the time that I needed. This is the moment. That was so crucial for me. So let's respect it for somebody else. Somebody has their moment there, you know? Yeah, no kidding. So right. God is going to make everything brand new. That's right. I love that. I think, I think that's so powerful. I mean, even for people who are listening to this podcast who maybe are kind of at um, a, a, like a crossroads of life and they, you know, they felt God called them to something and they felt like, you know, and may, maybe that feeling has sort of gone away and they feel they're a little bit off track. I think it's so powerful, this idea of, it's gonna make everything new. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they, it, could, it could be right now when you're listening to 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 us wow. us communicating here right now. Yeah. So if you have that emotion, if you have that you know that urge, if you have that kind of you know the Holy Spirit is coming into that room, or if you're in the car or wherever you are, and you can just say, God, uh, Jesus, come on, come on, let, let let's make a shift here. Wow. I accept that, and I just totally surrender, and just have your way with me. And it's there now. So if you if you experience that right now, you just stop. You know, just put a pause on this podcast and just pray. And uh, why don't why not, hey why don't you let me pray for you right now? Let's do it. Come on, go ahead. Father in heaven, I pray for every person right now that are experiencing your call upon their lives right now. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to come in. I thank you that you're making everything brand new. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 That's cool. Isn't it cool? 
I love that. Already best moment on the forum of all time. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, I'm like, what have we been doing on the forum this whole time? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I don't, you know, church and, and Christianity and, and faith shouldn't be, f- I don't think it's flaky. Right. Sometimes it's, um, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. It's a little hard to explain what's going on. I mean, I believe in the miraculous. I've seen yeah. too much miracles in my life to, to kind of say it's not happening. I've seen, you know, sick people get well. I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, a lot of great stuff going on. But, but, but we got to also realize that God comes with his supernatural into our natural. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We are in the natural here. We are with our bodies. We are with our thinking. We are with our totally. ideas and, and the struggles. And that's where he want to bring his supernatural that's right. into that. We're not just, you know, zooming around here and, and like, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> twilight zone, twilight zone, yeah. thing, you know, but, but many think, you know, Christianity is like that, but it's not like that. Right. And it's not only, you know, uh, material either, you know, mm-hmm. because then it's just buildings or songs or whatever. You know, it's like, but, but it's, there's power to it. Yeah. Okay. So you are, you're a young Young kid, um, you've had this call of God on your life. You are dating Ulrika, um, who would become your wife. When do you guys get married? We were uh, soon turning 21. Mm-hmm. So we were dating uh, for five years. Yep. And uh, we thought we were super <laughs> mature, you know, getting <laughs> married. But And sometimes you, you heard, it's another time. It was not to- totally, you know, unusual. You got married when you were in your early 20s. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And uh, so so we got married and um, set off in life. You know, she started, she she had a couple of years uh, to study. She studied, you know, linguistics, you know, French. And, yep. And uh, went to... She just did that right before we got married, and uh, I I continued my studies in in economics uh, at the university university yeah. uh, another couple of years. Yes. And uh, besides that, we moved to another city where 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 the university was, and and uh, I I also was a youth pastor at the same time in a church there. Was that your first pastoral role? I was my second role. So uh-huh. I, I actually started with my father. Okay. In that church, when I came out of my military service, because that was obligatory at that time, and it is actually it's right now in Sweden too. Yeah, t- tell us about that a little. I always find that I always find that kind of thing interesting. I'm sure many people listening do as well. Um, so you 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 had to yeah do a year in the every, military. Every at that time it was every boy, every man. Uh-huh. Uh Nowadays, uh, everybody, even men and women, are are. Uh, in that draft, I could say, you know, so, sure. so, so every guy, uh, when you were right out of high school, uh-huh. you were, you were going to a, uh, like a camp wow. and they did your, you, you have to do all the physical and mental tests, you know, and then they said, so where you want to be? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're going to go, you're going to be with the parachuters. You're going to be with, uh, with some of the lead forces up North in the, you know, the snowy, <laughs> snowy country. You're, you're with the, you're with where our, uh, Panzers, you're with your your infantry, or you're with the hospitals, or your log- logistics, or wow. So so everything was set up like that, uh-huh. and uh, uh, it's like a volunteer army. So you did a year between yes. nine months and fifteen months. Uh-huh. Minimum was nine months, and usually uh, uh, and the maximum was fifteen because uh-huh. then you were hired and you came right. on staff. Right, right. It's like an officer. Sure. But, uh, but, um, so that volunteer army was built up in the millions in Sweden. So oh, wow. with one decision, everybody was called in mm-hmm. and were, they had their location where they had to go. Right. So that where, where's a lot of equipment and all that stuff. So that was a huge all, all over the nation. So, so, um. Uh, and uh, and from time to time, you had this obligatory uh, kind of practice when they brought in all the brigades to do these annual practices. Mm-hmm. So wow. they just ran through all these people, you know, in, in a couple of years, you know. So. And what was your position? I, I was with uh, uh, I would say the the medics with with a within a panzer brigade. 
Okay. So I, I took care of logistics with um, the choppers and uh, wow. everything, you know, with the, yeah. <laughs> okay, and now, uh, and now, doesn't it, Brandon, doesn't it just make you feel like a lazy bum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel that way sometimes. Yeah, totally. I, I think I was about that time in my life getting picked up by the police for egging cars. <laughs> it's such well, a difference. I, 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 got a, I got a good uh, option to actually uh, stay on as a, uh-huh. as an officer i'm i was a volunteer officer and then i so 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 well volunteer i wasn't volunteer it was obligatory but uh-huh. but uh that that uh wow well they wanted me to go to lebanon at that time because it was a mess in lebanon but yeah but um, I, I turned out that i got married and sure. uh, went on the path to become a pastor <laughs> Uh, unbelievable <laughs> a, a different kind of battle i guess you yeah. could say but yeah, um, the old old iron curtain was still there you know, the cold mm-hmm. war was in their yeah. final stages and it was a huge tension so and, and sweden of course is almost connected to russia in the north yeah, it's just it's just on the side of the baltic you have the mm-hmm. the baltic states which was a part of the soviet union and that, yeah. that's where the revolution started somehow you know the the early perestroika you know in, mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. Gorbachev and all that stuff and you know Ronald Reagan sure you know Mr Gorbachev tear, tear down, down that, that wall, wall. yeah mm-hmm. of course famous I, I uh, you, you know I became a Swedish citizen a few years ago I'm always slightly nervous that Russia's going to invade Sweden and I'm going to get drafted <laughs> from Canada I'm going to have to go and fight I or will, something I hope you're coming but uh, I think you you, <laughs> you you they you they will probably use you here instead yeah I'm sure I'm sure I'll be uh yeah some sort of well, spy, but, uh, spy. The, the amazing <laughs> thing about you those literally just canceled all chances yeah. of being a spy good work because <laughs> I just gave it away yeah thanks Baron, but the, the amazing thing about those times though is that you were very aware of that the, it was almost like these you now black and white we didn't know too much about the Soviets, you know. Uh-huh. So I had a friend of mine in high school, you know, he's, he, uh, when you choose like your third or language or th- second or third language, you choose Russian. Right. And I thought, you're, you're stupid. You, 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 you can never use this. Uh-huh. So, so uh, how do you think it went, you know, right after the wall fell, you know? He got tons of proposition. I mean, of he was one of the most well-paid, you know, translators. Or whatever. No of course, kidding. big business started, you know, flowing. You know? No yeah. kidding. But um, did, did you say that in Sweden now it's obligatory again? Yes, they're back. You know, since last year, wow. uh, two years now. So everybody's <laughs> like drafted in to do that kind of test, and then yeah. they choose. I don't know how many they choose now every year, but at least ten thousand or something like that. Wow. So and they're gonna run through that, and they, they kind of build. It's a new build up now. This is an interesting uh, like practice for a, a nation that I think, technically speaking, hasn't been in an actual war for what two hundred years. Two hundred years, you know. So so, no kidding. Uh, and I think you know, yeah. right after World War Two, you know, we Sweden was not infected affected in that way. You know, like the rest of Europe, which was burned down. Yeah. But uh, but uh, and of course had a position then to to be you know, swiftly move into like, uh, you know, producing stuff for the rest and became very wealthy during the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And uh, um, there's a lot to it, you know, but but um, but I think, you know, we, we've been blessed in many, many ways. We've been protected in many, many ways. Wow. And, uh, How do you think uh, growing up during the Cold War and even just having obligatory enlistment, how is that impacted your view of the world uh, do you do you see a difference between i mean uh, all we've known is peace uh, yeah but i mean peace you know you, you got to fight for peace you know yeah and and the the price uh, that's been paid for that the society we live in today has been high yeah, yeah well, and, absolutely and today there's so a true. lot of people they don't value that they, yeah. because they take it for granted mm-hmm. yeah. even for you canada you the canadians paid a huge price during the second world war mm-hmm. yeah and and are are known for that mm-hmm. and but sometimes when you see the discussion the debate going on now it's like you know it's almost like you're kind of i would say but um it's disrespectful yeah yep. sure it yeah, is somebody, how, how, how can you disrespect your heritage how mm-hmm. can you disrespect your grandfather or, or grand, great-grandfather yeah because uh nothing is for free you know no everything is is bought with a price you know even you know if we have like what we see free schooling or whatever and it's not free it's tax paid you know that's right so somebody has to work their butt off for you to go through school you know yeah (laughs) if it's you or your parents or your i mean it's it's uh it's 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 um 
So, and realizing that is somehow connected, I think, to maturity. Right, right. The same with church life. No, if you go to church and you just enjoy church, okay, good on you. Yeah. But somebody came before you and cleaned those bathroom washrooms, you know, and <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, mm-hmm. set up the stage or, or practice, you know, to yeah. get those songs going, you know, no matter what type of style of church you have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so right. uh, respect that, you know, and and um, same with family life or your business, where you're going, you know, where you. So, if we just respect each other in a, in a, I say more more decent way. Yeah. People will, will have a better life, and you will be better off yourself. You know. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You wouldn't be looked at as such a douchebag. You know. <laughs> 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 but, uh, totally. Of course, society yeah. is a bit, you know, dysfunctional too. You know, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of things to say about that. But, but, um, um, if we have a lot of refugees in Sweden right now coming from like the you know Afghanistan and and. Um, mm-hmm. Syria, uh, yes, yeah, Syria and Iraq, Iran and and uh, north, northern parts of of Africa. I remember one day because we we work a lot with it because we want to help people. Yeah, and uh, and uh, my wife she she met a few of the guys said you know, so you want me to drive because they were living in some kind of quarters you know that that city helped had set up and she she said you want me to drive you there oh say no no don't worry well I can drive you well say this is no bother don't bother you know you think we walked from 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 Afghanistan to Sweden, to not being able to walk another two k, you know. So we're okay, you know. <laughs> it's like okay, people they they wow. actually invest in a better future. Wow, I remember um, uh, working a secondhand store in Sweden with a Syrian refugee named Rami. I think he's still working there at yeah, the church. Yeah, he's there. I remember him uh, telling me a story one day as we were driving around the city, and he he told me that. Um, his wife was a teacher in Syria and somebody threw a grenade in the window of the classroom and it blew up and it, it, it injured her foot. Yeah. And you know, he's a, he's a happy guy. He's loving life. He's a very hard worker in Sweden. And it, it really just shifted my worldview and it made me realize how privileged a life I have led my entire life yeah. that I never had to fear the threat of a grenade coming in the window of my school when I grew up here in Canada. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's let's fast forward uh, the time a little uh, a little bit. You are um, you're a youth pastor. You're newly married. You're young. Um, how did you end up getting to the city where you currently are? How, wh- what was that like? Uh, the, I was working the city I was in before. I was working as a youth pastor for seven years, uh-huh. uh, serving. Uh, serving there and my senior pastor relocated to the city where I'm at right now. Right. And he, uh, he, um, gave me an opportunity to move that didn't happen until a year later, but he called me and said, you want to come here and help me out? You know? So, and he was on his, on his way retiring. Right. So we had a bit of a conversation on that, that maybe that would be a way for me kind of to proceed both my calling and also, Mm-hmm. Some kind of a like pastor's career, you know, not just youth pastor. Yeah, yeah just take on the next step, larger really. responsibilities sure. and so on. But um, um, and for me, it has always been a, a question of, you know, is this God's will? You know, yeah. uh-huh. what am I doing? Why am I doing it? You know, sometimes stuff in life can or opportunities can look very, you know, tempting, you know, but it's not the will of God. So, yeah. So uh, prayed, how, we how, prayed a lot, you know. Yeah, how do you, how do you discern that? I prayed and uh, I actually I fasted. Uh-huh. And I think, you know, fasting for me has been always a, a key element when I make tr- major shifts. Hmm. And I don't think it's the, the, the spiritual aspect of it is, is probably not so much the fasting itself. It's more like I'm I'm uh, relieving myself of the obligations to bother too much about the food even though you think a lot about food when mm-hmm. you're fasting mm. uh, but kind of setting my my agenda towards one one thing uh-huh. i need an answer mm. and uh so you're praying you're you you're working you're uh-huh. just kind of focusing on I, I need some clear information sure some kind of divine insight sure you know? sure so that was actually at a service uh, uh church service at a, a conference and 
not telling anybody about my struggle, you know. So and was um, walking out of that church building, and an old friend of mine came up to me and said, "Hey, PJ, how are you doing? I, I'm doing good. So okay, uh, I just prayed this morning, and and the Lord told me that uh, it's good. Go. <laughs> wow. And I just like what? <laughs> and I went. And I, w- I, w- I went right away to uh, this kind of corner. Kind of, kind of burger corner, like it's a joint, joint, you know, yeah. and just uh, bought two big sausages and mashed potatoes. <laughs> I had my best meal ever. <laughs> I think it was two weeks into my fast, so right. it was a bit, it was a pretty long time. So, so, wow. but the Lord protects, you know, even I was idiots. <laughs> so you knew in that moment, boom, that's your I answer. Knew, okay, okay. I got right. my, I got my, uh, I got my confirmation uh-huh. somehow. You know? Wow. Unreal. So we moved to that city, and I pastored there for a long time, and and um, and um, you know a lot of great stuff happened. We were in the sure. midst of what we would call like uh, revival, or a yeah. lot, of, yeah, where a lot of people, you know, uh, come to the Lord and yeah. and uh, get saved, and and uh, a lot of our friends came to church. That I mean, Sweden. We have two percent born again Christians in Sweden. Rather similar, I guess, to Canada. Yeah. yeah. So so that was a bit different, but. Um, um, and I love that, you know. I love, you know, the the fully blooded uh, Swedish pagan with a <laughs> with a Viking helmet and uh, you know. right, right. No, Thor, basically. Thor, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know. But um, so so I, I've always loved church. The 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 the, the, the you could say the friction in church between the old and mm-hmm. the new. Mm-hmm. You know, those who have a background with Christianity and those who are like, they don't know nothing. Mm. I, I think that friction is the best there is. Pretty cool. Because you get the rest, the right questions. You know, why do we do yeah. this? And people's yeah. going to answer like, well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We've been doing this since I grew up, you know. So we're in the Bible. Does it, you know, say anything about that? And you're just like, nowhere. Interesting. Or uh-huh. is yeah. here it is. Uh-huh. This is why we do this. So and it it made me think a lot, and right. that led us to I I think a point of, of like like a big, big uh, crossroad. Yeah, we were actually on our way out of the city, and uh, and. Uh, uh, How long had you been pastoring in the city at this seven, point? Seven years. So you were there seven years yeah. uh, in Vesteros, the yeah. city where you currently yeah. are. You were pastoring at another church. Be- yeah. This is before you planted yeah. Life Center. What what was that moment? Uh, that crossroads that you know, the, caused the, you to the plan. The crossroads were uh, like, uh, you know, when you see a lot of new people coming to, and you could say more of a classical old church, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of tension gro- growing in that. And and you need a lot of wisdom to deal with that. So it's like mixing both old and new. And um, in the midst of that, we had, I had, we had our... Uh, Actually, my, my senior pastor retired, so I was the the new guy on the block there. Yeah. But and then, and I had my youth pastor kidnapped in uh, in um, in Chechnya, mm-hmm. you know, one of the republics of the of Russia there. Yeah. And they were kidnapped for for six months, and and uh, so there was a lot of prayer going on. Yeah. So everything was just like it's like a big melting pot of things going on. Wow. And at that time, you know, I. I we really got, you know, some kind of discouraged in the middle of that regarding the future of, of that church, how we should proceed and so on. And we mm-hmm. felt like maybe this is, this is, uh, this is too much, you know, we, yeah. we can't, we, it's, it's out of our hands, you know, how, how to deal with the, the, I would say the, the challenges of growth and revival. So we're, wow. and God spoke one morning just in a, um, in a prayer meeting that, uh, now is the time to plant a church. And I never wanted to plant a church. Hmm. It, was, it was absolutely not my cup of tea. You know? wow. So I, I can truly say that uh, church planning was something that God gave me uh, a call to do. And it was not something I produced myself. Right. And then we planted out and uh, had a lot of great you know, confirmations and, and, and things about that, which turned out to be our personal like you know encounters where mm. we had another kind of confirmation that this is really god mm-hmm. and we started going and uh, been doing it so ever since you know and uh, and i think it's amazing because in, in today's world um we see churches planted all the time yeah and 
um, and it's wonderful. It's amazing to see the church planning movement that is happening, certainly across Canada, that we are a part of, mm-hmm. but across the world as well. But I know that in Sweden at the time, planning a church, I mean, that that wasn't really an option on the no, table I, for people. I would say, you know, in, even in Europe, you know, mm-hmm. it was very unusual doing that. So, I mean, you you were looked at, you know, in some ways, like something the cat dragged in, you know. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, in... in in God's infinite wisdom, you know, maybe he's using guys that are not too, too, um, too sensitive about that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a kind of an entrepreneurial uh, or, or uh, hard-headed, uh, sure. but soft-hearted. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you think you need to be hard-headed and soft-hearted in doing that. Uh-huh. But um, it's changed. And uh, and now you know it's uh, it's a phenomenal move of God and many of the churches we've seen planted these last twenty years. You know they are multi-campus, they are expanding out, and and uh, I love that. Yeah. And that's why I'm here. You know, with Slate. You know, it's that, and with you guys. You know, it's just that I love seeing this happening, and uh, yeah, I think it's just going to increase and multiply even even mm-hmm. faster. And one of my greatest joys nowadays is very much just to 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 hang out with guys like you and mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, we do the Q and A's and questions, and we—it's not only like a one-way street. You ask a question and I answer. Uh-huh. It's more like you know, I want to learn from you, right? Because I think wow. we learn for the different seasons we're in. Uh-huh. What we—the the time we're living in now—is different from when we planted twenty years ago. Yep. We're also in another nation and so on. But, but, um, but I, we can learn all the time. I think it's so cool. We were just talking about being thankful for people who have gone before and the price that's been paid. Yeah. And, um, you know, certainly for, for Brandon and I, I mean, we're thankful for the price that you paid those yeah. years ago to plant Life Center and, and to, um, you know, tread new ground there. And and I think it's amazing, actually, to see even on like a worldwide scale, the impact that Life Center has had. Um, I mean, there there's a, a, an amazing church in Bangkok, yeah, um, multi campus that has uh, come directly out of um, Life yeah, Center. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there is a church in Uganda. Yeah. Uh, there mm. is um, th- there are pastors around the world. Pastor in Milan. Yeah. Uh, coming out under your leadership, who is doing incredible things there with Hillsong. Yeah. Um, there's even us here at Slate Church um, in our two locations. And Life Center has played a huge role in, in huge. Uh, what, what we've done. I think that's so amazing. Yeah, and, and I think it's also, that is connected to the fact that if you, if you stick around, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you just, just uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you stay, you know, stay the path, yeah. God, God will use you. Wow. Yeah. And God's going to use Slate Church in that way, and any other church that is just come on, let, let's let's go for it, you know. Let's uh, let's uh, hang in there, you know. Yeah. Good times, bad times, but let's hang in there, serving God. And we and we need all churches, you know. We need old churches, new churches. We all relate mm-hmm. to different groups of people, different seasons in people's lives. So I'm not here, you know. Uh, Saying that you know that part of God's you know great you know uh, league of teams is bad and this right. one is just mm-hmm. a good one. I don't think that way yeah. because um, yeah. you know nowadays you know we have you know a gazillion you know channels on TV and and uh, sure and uh, podcasts and so on. We're not listening to the same stuff all of us. You know, maybe in the earlier days it was two channels in Sweden. You know, and you <laughs> had like five in the in Canada and you sure you, you had. I mean. But 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 there's a variety. It's like such a global melding pot today. Mm-hmm. So we need different tools mm-hmm. to just reach out. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not only playing with one stick in my golf bag. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And I don't only have the one rifle in my uh, cabinet. <laughs> you know, if you use that word, you know, depending on how much you like that. But yeah. But, but they're just, uh, they're just uh, play toys. Yeah, that's yes. all. Just <laughs> yeah. to look at. Yeah, it's variety, you know. Yeah. But 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 what is important that is that the core, that the center of it is Christ. Yeah. Amen. Christ is the center, and that's His right. calling for us to yes. do His will is at the center. Yes. The Great Commission is is not a suggestion. Uh-huh. It's our mission. It's our agenda. That's yeah. Right. And uh, and the way we qualify is is giving our yes and amen to him. Yeah. And then he's gonna use us. Love it. But uh, and and during that journey, we will face a lot of obstacles. 
That's right. Like, uh, I mean, scripture says that, that in this world you will suffer. Uh-huh. There's a lot of suffering going on in the world today. But he says, you know, have faith, have peace, you know. Yeah. Uh, take courage. Yeah. I have overcome the world. So there's victory to it mm-hmm. if we just stay together and, and do the journey together. So you plant the church. Um, it's been going now for almost 20 years. How have you seen it change in that time? I, I mean, I, I know there's been different seasons of it. W- what have you seen happen and where it's come to? Uh, nowadays, I dress a lot more easy, you know, than 20 years ago. Because I came out of a, <laughs> an environment where we suited up every uh-huh. Sunday. I was, you know, I was brought up, you know, with a full suit, you know, tie and everything. <laughs> and, 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 awesome. and, 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 you know... Like it's like t- 15 years ago, we just decided, you know, a lot of guys decided, hey, let's let's skip this thing. Now. <laughs> we, we let's let's because you know, even society was like that. You know, you saw your yeah. principal in school, like, sure. you're, you know, business, right. you know, so you know, banking is still there. You know, yeah, yeah. So so uh, and there's some parts of the world, you know, I still suit up. If I go to Russia, you know, I, I, there's yep. jeans on and a t-shirt, uh-huh. and then there's a suit in the bag. Yeah, you got it. I mean, you you're not respected if you don't. Right. Yeah, right. So, so of course you, you got to change a little, but, but I, even, even I think, you know, the way we express church has yeah. changed. You know? Yeah, absolutely. We started off more like a, uh, like a refreshment of the traditional kind of Pentecostal or charismatic or new, you know, wave type of church. But, but nowadays, you know, we, we, um, I think we've, we've come, we've come full circle with who we are. Right. more comfortable with who we are kind of relaunch maybe i would even say you know relaunch to church you know two three times right mm. um, not killing it but but uh, just deciding that you know it's like almost like a, like a, like a like a development something that is processed and out mm. of that process you know comes out a you got the ingredients but you know how's got how's the cake <laughs> right. turning yeah. out right. you know? and the, i think the cake is pretty okay now we just gonna increase that, you know, and just mm. keep on multiplying that. And I think yeah. Slate Church today is is, is um, um, it's like coming home, you know. It's the same thing, you know. And uh, and I sense that around the globe today, mm-hmm. in a lot of places, I think a lot of churches they just come home. Mm. There's an expression today in doing church that is very familiar, yeah, and very easy to relate to. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very welcoming. It's contemporary in style, but very classic uh-huh. to the bone, you know, in our message. Right. You could almost say conservative, you know. It's right. Like, it's like we're 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 Bible based church. Uh-huh. We want to read scripture. We want to we want it to be uh, um, applicable and and applied to our everyday lives today. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to change the word. Yeah. It's still the word of God. Yeah. Right. And and uh, the question is, how do we relate to that? But we don't want to change it. No, that's right. It's still the word of God. That's right. And and um, uh, we still believe, you know, that that the, the word is the word from the beginning to the end, you know, mm-hmm. and that the Holy Spirit is still moving today yeah. in in all of us who are accepted Christ. But there also there is a power uh, in the relationship with the Holy Spirit and with God that can be released in doing great stuff in yep. this world by yep. by transforming life and doing good and um I, th- I see that all over the place if i go to russia if i go to canada you know from east to west hmm. or if i go you know to south africa or or um, australia or china or wow. uh, i think it's an amazing thing that's going on right now it's like a generation today and that is you know th- that is our age uh different than it was 20 years or 30 years ago like you know if you see a young kid you know in in in, uh, in south africa or in in uh, moscow you know they mm-hmm. dress the same mm-hmm. in many ways they, they 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 listen to the same music right because it's all accessible yeah right and we follow the same stupid uh, superstars, you know, <laughs> who think sure. they are, you know, the the the, the experts on on uh, life. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put it. <laughs> but no, God bless them, you know. I mean, we all try, yeah. you know, do our best. Yeah, yeah. But but um, um, and maybe we listen to the same pastors, you know. Sure. And, say, and we come to our own churches and say, uh, 
I heard a great message, you know, it's still your guy, you know. Yeah, he's going to preach his message that Sunday. Yes, you know? yes, that's true. <laughs> the the best is when uh, somebody from your church doesn't show up on a Sunday in the, on Instagram. Yeah. Having a great day in church. Yeah. <laughs> listening to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it better be a video of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, we feed our egos, you know. We feed our, you know, our need to... Uh-huh. exist you know uh-huh. if we don't if you're not an insta you know we're not we don't exist you know? right no, that's so true i know i i love the tool but yeah. i see all you know some of the the necessities to to stay mm-hmm. uh, humble and mm-hmm. stay sane you know no kidding you got it it's a both and it really is yeah coming from an age where there were no cell phones you know exactly where you had to find your friend on the corner Come and on. Uh, that was that oh yeah wait there for a few reading hours. an article about those guys down there in california it's like you know jobs jobs who Bosniak or like <laughs> apple <laughs> just hearing about it for the first time yeah. ever meaning not much to you at that time Come on. wishing wow. wishing that you had just bought one stock. One, in the company. one stock. <laughs> one that single stock, stock. Would have saved your... <laughs> would, would, would be your retirement fund. Exactly. Exactly. Right. But, okay, so uh, you're 20 years into church plant. What's next? What yeah. do you see? I just got to multiply what I'm doing. Come on. And I want to I want to just raise leaders and uh, and uh, support leaders. So, so good. good. And um, I think I have the opportunity, opportunity to do that today, not only on a national level, but also on a global level. Yep. And, and uh, supporting you is one of my greatest joys there is. And, uh, and um, I see that in other, other places I go that I, I can be in on a bit of a generational shift there mm. and giving my five cents to that. And uh, hopefully that, that will be a blessing. And then I also think that one of the areas where, where we will work a little bit more, me and my wife Ulrika, is that uh, just being the support for pastors too, I think, um, yeah. on a personal level just helping out and uh, and uh, we love that we love that and I and then I guess uh, I hope that there are a lot of surprises for me sure I, I, I'm still thrilled about life yeah and I think you know life should be exciting as church should yeah you know and uh, I don't want to get you know fed up or, or just you know yeah. lie down I want you just gonna I have a, a bit of a, a quote you know it's like I, and that is i haven't peaked yet you know mm-hmm. so i'm, I'm, I love I'm still i'm still i'm still going for that wow. moment where i'm peaking you know i don't if that's, <laughs> that's when i'm back in heaven but <laughs> right right come on but uh unreal hey if you stay if you if you stay hungry and if you if you if you understand the generational aspect aspect of of church life and that is always investing in the next generation. You know, yeah. it's not only for me. This is for that's this right. This is for my grandkids. This is what I do right now. Yeah, is something that will have have an effect. Thirty, forty, fifty years from from now. Yeah, totally. Then, uh, then maybe uh, we can put some more fire into some old bones. You know. Come on, love that. Well, hey PJ, um, thanks so much for taking the time with us. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. Absolutely. I, I, not, not just on uh, the podcast, but uh, the impact that you continue to make on our lives goes on, and uh, we're just so so yeah, grateful. I'm going to go back to Sweden and, and practice uh, bat, baseball now, <laughs> so I can up the game next time I come here. You, you know? can join our team. Come yeah, on, we'd appreciate. I tried that. the other day. I missed one shot. <laughs> I had one shot. I missed a hundred percent. You know, so don't feel too too embarrassed, guys. You know, with that home run and those missed catches there (laughs) we'll we'll try not to but uh the the wound is still sore yeah it's still open but you're you're not going to speak out of your wounds you know you're going to speak out of your scars that's right that's that's the 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 ones that healed because that is uh insight uh that's right that's right but that's awesome amazing well again thanks so much for being here being on the podcast yeah uh absolutely love you our church loves you so much and yeah um uh Excited for the next time you're here. Come on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Go Maple Leafs. (laughs) Go Maple Leafs. Go Maple Leafs. Awesome. Well, what an awesome podcast that was, Brandon. Yeah. uh, Really thankful for 
Pastor PJ and uh, just know there's so many people listening right now that know who he is. Uh, mm-hmm. You're part of Slate and uh, you're just so thankful for his influence. And then there's a lot of you listening. You've never met, met Pastor PJ. This is uh, a guy you got to meet. Yeah. No leaves! <laughs> He's still in the room. He's still in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was an incredible podcast. Absolutely love it. Slate baseball! Slate baseball! <laughs> Security, someone take that guy out of here. Who's <laughs> <laughs> this rowdy guy? <laughs> but hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, make sure you subscribe uh, and share this with with others. Uh, share it on social media. Um, leave us a review yeah. uh, wherever you get your podcast from. It really helps us. Again, we want to keep getting this word out there, and we're really yeah. believing that it's impacting lives. So make sure you do that. But we're so thankful that you would tune in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That could be your like your your sign off. Oh, my sign off. Actually, I like that. <laughs> I like it too, man. All right, let's try it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. Uh, can't wait to see you next time. Forum Friday. Uh, tune in. We'll see you then. <laughs> there he is again. <laughs> PJ's got his phone up to the microphone. <laughs> Go Maple Leafs. Go Maple Leafs. This is the year it's going to happen. Stanley Cup. 2020. Is this a prophetic word? I think it might be. (laughs) (laughs) That was a Soviet sub. sub. (laughs) Hey guys, see you later.